Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 5 The Magical Parrots of Flambeau by E.M. Clark, Read by Lexi Chapter 6 To the Valley of the Magical Parrots The next day, it was time for a select few of the party to travel on to Gilletta's plantation in the Enchanted Valley where the magical parrots of Flambeau were raised. The access to the valley was well guarded and protected with spells to make sure only those with magical parrots could enter. As the parrots were connected to the female line, only Sophie and Zelly could continue. Nika would take the girls to the entrance, but after that, they would be on their own. The sleuths all hugged and the girls saluted Gus. See you soon, Sophie and Zelly said, and they set off with Nika. They carried on climbing higher and higher, the terrain becoming rockier and harder to cover. As they climbed, Nika would occasionally turn her head sharply to look behind them. What's wrong? asked Zelly, panting slightly from the uphill walk. I'm not sure, replied Nika, putting a hand up to shade her eyes as she gazed at the apparently empty landscape behind them. But I have a nasty feeling we're being followed. Sophie and Zelly looked at each other in alarm. Anna and Demaria fluttered up into the clear blue sky to see if they could see anything, but flew back down, shaking their heads. I can't see anyone either, so maybe I'm wrong, murmured Nika. Let's keep going. We're almost there. She was right. All of a sudden, they came across a sweeping curtain of emerald green vines. Nika smiled at the girls. This was the entrance to the hidden valley of the Parrots of Flambeau. Sophie and Zelly could see two large statues of parrots in front of the vines, guarding the entrance and blocking the way forward. How do we get past them? wondered Zelly aloud. Get past what? frowned Nika. The statues, said Sophie. What statues? Nika asked, puzzled. Zelly and Sophie looked at her in astonishment. You mean you can't see them? No, replied Nika. They must be invisible unless you have magic powers. It'll be another way of protecting the entrance to the valley. Meanwhile, Anna and Demaria had been fluttering excitedly above the girls' heads. Something extraordinary seemed to be happening to them. Rosina's spell had struck them dumb, making them unable to speak. But as soon as they had seen the green curtain, they seemed reinvigorated. Viam revelare! The two parrots chirped. Zelly and Sophie were amazed. This was the first time the parrots had been able to speak in weeks. The magic of flambeau must be in the very air itself. And then the statues moved aside. The green curtain swung open and the way opened before them. It's just like the fountain in Frenchtown, gasped Sophie. In you go, girls, cried Nika. I'll wait here for you. Thanks, Nika they cried. They stepped forward past the statues and the green curtains swept back into place, hiding Nika from view. Viam obscure, Anna and Demaria chirped, and the way was blocked once more. The girls paused, gazing at the beautiful scene spread before them. The valley was bursting with flowers of all colours, white, red, blue, yellow, pink and every colour in between. 
A waterfall shimmered its way down blue rocks, and there was a small rainbow glinting above it. Oh, how beautiful, cried Zelie. Magical, added Sophie. Behind the waterfall, lots of parrots were darting about and swooping over the water. The parrots were also all different colours, red, green, blue and yellow. In the middle was Gilletta, the Witch of the North, surrounded by a cloud of parrots. She was very old and wizened, but her eyes were bright, and an irrepressible energy seemed to emanate from her. Her magenta robes sparkled in the sun, and a beaming smile split her wrinkled skin when she caught sight of Zelie and Sophie. She waved them over to her. I see you made it safely, my dears, she said warmly. It's wonderful to see you again. And you, the girls chimed together. How was your journey? asked the witch, handing them cups of mango juice. Fine, replied Zelie, smiling her thanks. Nika guided us here and is waiting outside the entrance. She's worried we were followed, added Sophie. Is she? Gilletta frowned. Nika is a wise woman. We had better not lose any time in case she is right. There are forces at work which must not be underestimated. The girls nodded. I have called on the mercy of our wizard, the great Gizem, Gilletta continued. He has agreed to help us. He doesn't want more bloodshed and will use his powers on our behalf. Clarence told us to visit him, cried Zelie. He spoke to me in a trance. Yes, smiled Gilletta. And now it is time. She ushered the girls into a secret area of the garden hidden behind another curtain of lush vegetation. Sitting there quietly was a grey-haired old man. He was tall with a long beard and he wore sweeping emerald robes which matched the brilliant green of his eyes. In fact, his eyes were exactly the same colour as Zelie's. How do you do? asked Zelie, as she and Sophie bravely stepped forward, nudged by Gilletta. I'm very well, the wizard replied solemnly, and he peered closely at them. Clarence told us to ask you for help, said Zelie. Clarence, murmured the old man. It's a long time since I saw him. And he smiled. I see Gilletta did not exaggerate, he continued, taking Zelie's hands and holding them in a surprisingly strong grip. You have strong powers, Zelie of the House of Sinclair. He let go of Zelie's hands and took Sophie's. You too are powerful, Sophie of the House of Arden he said, his eyes closed in concentration. But your abilities are more suited to the art of healing. You will become famed for your skills as a herbalist. Sophie looked awed by this pronouncement and nodded her head speechless. You will both need to be brave, the great Gizem continued, and you will need to do much yourselves with your companions. However, I can help you. Can you defeat the mind probes? As he asked this, his eyes seemed to pierce through the girls. Yes, they both replied. We've practised and we can do it, although we've never had to withstand Countess Rosina being close by. Let's hope you don't have to, said the great Gizem grimly. I will try to remove her from the scene. She is a disgrace to your house. She has taken her power to the dark side 
and is using it for evil. He shook his head. She fooled me the last time with her conniving ways, but will not do so again. The great Gizan's expression was as hard as granite as he muttered. Deceived I was by Rosina. Not now, not now. We must all work to defeat her. I vow. I vow. The girls listened in silence. The great Gizan looked at them both again. No. You must defeat Prince Igor of the House of Barbosa and make sure he leaves Sandlandia forever. You sleuths must all work together to achieve this. You must win to survive. Sophie and Zelie nodded. You are being followed by Igor's spies, the great Gizem continued. Nika was right, whispered Sophie. Yes, but now you know you can take steps, the wizard replied. Two boys of about sixteen suddenly appeared from behind the green curtain and smiled at the girls. The great Gizem beckoned them over with a wizened finger. These are my apprentices, Giuseppe and Theodore. They are here to help in any way they can. They will use their magic powers to aid you. What are their powers? asked Zelie. They'll tell you themselves, but don't worry, they complement yours. The great Gizem smiled. Go and get acquainted whilst I talk to Gilletta. Giuseppe and Theodore grinned at Zelie and Sophie, shaking their hands warmly. Both of them also had deep green eyes. Carla, Sap and Theo, they said. Have you guessed we're twins? Zelie grinned back. Twins again, said Sophie. Is there something special about twins and magic? She wondered. Yeah, Sep replied. We should pool our powers, joined in Theo. Well, we have the parrots of Flambeau, and we can also become invisible and talk to animals. What are your powers? asked Zelie. Our powers are simple, Set replied. We can turn any force used against us back on the person who attacked us. I don't understand, said Sophie. It's sort of like a mirror or a shield, said Theo. If someone aims a spell at us or attacks us, we can turn the attack back onto them. You mean the biters get bitten type of thing, said Zelie, her eyes shining with excitement. Yes, exactly, the boys said in unison. That sounds fantastic, grinned Sophie. Sam and Zav, our brothers, are going to love you guys. And so is our friend Milo, added Zelie. It sounds like a great team, said Sep enthusiastically. It'll be fun to work with you all instead of being on our own like we're used to. We've never had any companions as we've been training with the great Gizem all our lives, added Theo. Sep lowered his voice. He was so angry with the Countess Rosina and for the battles in the past that he spent his life making sure it won't happen again. Our training is part of the plan to stop the evil for good. I'm glad the great Gizem's on our side, said Zelie. The boys nodded. Is everywhere around here like this? asked Sophie, looking around. Yeah, but only those with the magical powers can see it. The others pass by. It is an enchanted valley after all. Zelie and Sophie gave each other meaningful looks. That was why Nika hadn't been able to see the statues or the entrance. It's why it's safe here, said Sep. People could never find a way in by accident or by design. Igor's alleys, Frank and Festier 
are violent, but they're also clever. And Countess Rosina has powers which she might be able to use despite Gillette's enchantments. She's the one to fear. If you sense her, you must tell us immediately, said Theo seriously. And if you do sense her, don't use your parrots as they will not be safe. Yes, nodded Zelly. We learnt that last time when Anna was injured by the Countess, and she stroked her parrot affectionately. What happened? asked Sepp, looking concerned. The Countess Rosina poisoned her, explained Zelly. But my mother gave her some medicine which saved her, and ever since we arrived here, she's been as good as new. Anna twittered happily and did a quick loop-the-loop in the air to prove she was now as right as rain. Yeah, it's amazing here, agreed Theo. The magic is literally in the air. Just coming into the valley can cure most things. We'd better watch out for poisons, though, said Set with a frown. The great Gizmas told us that the Countess was once famed for her concoctions and her use of deadly herbs. Festia likes poison, too, as a weapon, added Theo. We must be careful. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 7, A New Alliance. Want to read along? Super Sleuth's Book 5, The Magical Parrots of Flambeau, is available now on Kindle. Super Sleuth's Story Club is now on Facebook and on Instagram. Plus check out our website, supersleuths.net. See you next time!